0: It's actually astounding and humbling to think that the God of the universe, maker of heaven and earth, is interested and in fact wants a personal relationship with each one of us. It was his plan right from the beginning going back to the time of Adam and Eve in the garden to spend time daily with the one who knows us most and loves us best. That's what prayer is talking, connecting, being with our loving Father. What words of encouragement, words of peace, words of hope do you think God is wanting to share with you today? What would you like to talk with God about today? Today's Bible reading is written in Luke chapter 11. Forgive us our sins, but we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then... Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Over to you, Pastor Paul.
1: Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Prayer, what a privilege. Perhaps sometimes we may even take it for granted. How many of you have ever sung that hymn? Hands up if you've sung that hymn sometimes in your life. If you haven't, you're going to get a chance to today. It's a beautiful, beautiful beautiful hymn. I remember singing it as a kid and then often using it... um, as I was doing services throughout my uh, ministry as well. Um, A privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. As I think back over my life, one of the things that I remember distinctly is learning how to ride a bike. Hands up who learned how to ride a bike? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It was a real bike, uh, two wheels, it was cheap, but it wasn't a bike, wasn't that bike. Um, Can you remember when you first learnt? Can you remember those first lessons that your parents gave you? Um, I know, I I did. Uh, When you start, don't go too fast. Watch out for the bumps. Remember how to use your brakes. Um, Your parents would show you how to balance on the bike, how to get off without breaking your leg, and how to push on the pedals, and all those sort of things. But I do remember, that there was one thing more than anything else which taught me how to ride a bike. Can Anyone think what that might have been? Getting on and doing it. Actually having a go at it. That's where I learned how to ride a bike. I mean, I could have learnt about riding a bike from all the lessons they gave me, but until I got on and tried it, I would never have really known how to do it. I wouldn't have been really able to actually ride a bike. I think prayer can be like that as well. Someone can tell you all about praying, but finally, the way that we learn to pray is by doing it, by praying. And in fact, there was probably um, good reason for me, rather than talk to you for 15 minutes, simply to get you to pray now for 15 minutes. That probably would have been far more useful than listening to me, and would have saved me a lot of preparation as well. (laughs) When it comes to prayer, we can be told about the how and the where and the why about prayer, but really we only learn to pray as we actually put it into practice, and actually as we pray. You learn most when you start to do it. It's interesting, there was a survey done in Germany back in the 50s, ages and ages ago that I read about. And in that survey, they asked about prayer, and they found an astounding thing. They discovered that 64% of the people in Germany at that time prayed. They also found that 48% of people believed in God. So more people prayed than actually believed in God. When you think about it, it makes sense. Because when you get in one of those situations where you need an emergency prayer, where you can't cope with things, you look for anything. It's a way of saying, I don't know where to go now. So there is, for all of us, I think, that feeling of maybe emergency prayer. That suddenly we pray to God because we need to do it. But of those 64% of people who prayed, not all of them prayed regularly. And not all of them were praying with God. They were asking for something. Prayer can be difficult. And I think prayer can be difficult for us as Christians as well. In my experience, I've found people have a number of questions about prayer. So, one of the questions they have is why pray at all? Is God even listening? to me. And sure, why would I pray if God wasn't there? Why would I pray if he wasn't real or if he was real, but he wasn't really interested in me or in the people that I care about? But that's not the God that we know. That's not the God who Jesus has revealed to us. It's not the God that we believe in. We believe in the triune God, The triune God who summarized uh, in the belief that is expressed in the Apostles' Creed. A God who is alive and vibrant and interested and at work. A powerful God, a living God, who calls us into a relationship with him. And that relationship, as with all relationships, needs communication. God's word as he speaks to us through the Bible and our response as we talk to God in prayer. That's the God who made you and all that exists and who gives you new life every day. That God who took on flesh and blood and died in our place to forgive us of our sins and give us the promise of eternal life, eternal life with him. A God who is actively at work, In you creating faith in you and helping you in all your ways to live out your lives as one of his children the God of your salvation that's who's calling you to pray with him he has given you the privilege of talking with him the creator of the universe because he has chosen you as his child Other people I've heard say, well, if God knows everything, why should I pray? Why should I inform him about something that he already knows? I guess that assumes that we think that prayer is for God's benefit, so he can find out what we know, to tell him, and to tell him what we want. In actual fact, I think prayer is mainly for our benefit, as the Holy Spirit helps us to focus on the many blessings that God has given us as we look at those praise points in our lives and also as God helps us to see the needs of other people around us and to pray for them. If we simply focus on our own needs, just on what we want, then our prayer life can become very introverted and quite selfish. You may have heard of this old thing The man who prayed, Lord, bless me and my wife, my son John and his wife, us four and no more. Or the couple who prayed, Lord, bless us too and that'll do. Or the bachelor who prayed, Lord, bless me, that's as far as I can see. Sometimes our prayer may show that as well. And if our prayer life goes that way, um, it becomes very much a talking to God. Asking God about things that we want rather than talking with God and sharing our lives with Him. I believe that prayer grows out of hearing God's word, this idea of communication. As God talks to us in His word in the Bible, He shows us things to pray for and things to pray about. He shows us other people and their needs. And he helps us to get our priorities right. Of course, we pray for ourselves and for our own families as well. But that's only part of our prayer life as Christians. Prayer comes out of hearing God's word. Let me just show you an example of that. Here's a passage from 1 Thessalonians. We urge you, brothers and sisters, encourage the timid, help the weak, be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back wrong for wrong, but at all times make it your aim to do good to one another and to all people. There's God speaking to us. I'm sure all of you have had times when you haven't done good to other people. And so uh, you need to confess those things. And as you think, you think of people who need your prayers. People you know, but maybe even situations that you don't know, but that you know about. And so you pray and bring their needs to God. And let's face it, who doesn't need patience? It's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So you pray that the Holy Spirit will fill you and change you and give you more patience. You respond to what you hear God talking to you about. Prayer as Uh, as Georgie said, is talking with God. And it's important that we hear what God is saying to us as well. And prayer is a growing thing. The more that you pray, the deeper your relationship with God becomes and the deeper uh, and more fulfilling does your prayer life become as well. Prayer is more than simply saying grace and the Lord's Prayer. Prayer is about speaking with God, asking, seeking, sharing. Prayer is about bringing my life to God and letting him walk alongside me as I live out my life. So back to that initial question. Why pray if God knows everything already? Well, that's like a husband or wife or a parent and a child who says, why should I tell them that I love them? They know that already. They may well know it, but I bet they would like to hear it as well. For any relationship to remain strong, there needs to be communication both ways. God may know that I love him. God may know that I believe in him and I'm thankful for all he has done. But it's still important for me to say it and for me to pray it. And probably it's more important for me to do that than it is for God as well. In prayer, we seek relationship with God and encourage that relationship. Um, And we bring our requests to God. We also, though, pray your will be done, acknowledging that God is in control. But I have to tell you, I don't say your will be done too quickly because I believe that God has given this promise um, to be with me and to hear my requests, and I take that promise seriously. So not too quickly do I come with your will be done. At the same time, I'm not so arrogant as to think that God will give me everything that I ask for, and I also take God's majesty very seriously as well. After all, He is the one who is in control of the universe. And ultimately, in prayer, it's my relationship with God that is the most important thing, not just the things that I can get from God. I love that picture. Um, That picture is of a, I think he's a Belgian soccer player called uh, Romelu Lukaku. He's a very strong and devout Christian. He, He will always pray before a match. When I saw that picture and read about his story, it reminded me of another story that I'd heard many years ago from a pastor who said he had gone to a soccer game. This was in Europe. And before the game, he noticed that the captain of one of the teams suddenly stopped, bowed his head, and was obviously praying, and then crossed himself before the start of the game. Obviously praying that things would go their way and that they would win. Although they played really well, The team was beaten 2-1 with a goal in the dying seconds of the game against them. And that team was devastated. And so was the captain. But at the end of the game, he again stopped, bowed his head, prayed and crossed himself. That was a sign of someone who was not just looking for the things in God's hands for the win, but was most interested in the relationship with God, in just sharing that time with them. I love that idea about not just reaching for the things in God's hand in prayer, but reaching to take God's hand. And one final thing before I finish. Who knows who that is? Well done, I knew you'd know. Norman O'Neill, He's uh, a dashing cricketer. Uh, and he was my hero when I was a kid. Was it yours as well? Yeah. Oh, you didn't come from New South Wales. I grew up in New South Wales. He was a New South Wales batsman, an Australian batsman as well. He was my hero when I was young. I loved Norm O'Neill. Um, I used to love and go and watch him play. Any posters that were available, I used to get. There were little gum wrappers I used to save as well. Um, I followed him everywhere, went to see as many games as I could, Listen to him, Listen to his games on the radio. One day, when I went down... To the game a bit early, there was Norm O'Neill, and so I went up to him with my autograph book, hoping to get his autograph. And I went up there, and he took the the book and he signed it. And then, joy of joys, he talked to me. He asked me who I was, where I came from, did I play, what position I had. How, I had. It was the moment of my life that my hero had spoken to me. I was in. His presence. That's what we do in prayer. Come into the presence of our hero. That's a great privilege that God has given us. I think sometimes we may get a bit overawed. Talk with God? Me? Bother God, the creator of the universe, with my little problems? Me? Yes, you. You. You are God's child. You are a part of the body of Christ. God wants to speak to you and He wants to hear from you as well in person. Amen.
0: And may the peace of